You're listening to a classic business podcast as heard on Classic 1027. 1027. Someone who's not yold yet is Anthea Gardner, MD of Cartesian Capital, with your view from the market. Uh, Anthea, uh, pretty sorry reading looking across my screen, although well, the US markets have just blipped into the green. How are you doing? Good evening, Michael. Yeah, not great, eh? Negative markets. I mean, I'm not surprised, really. Those colonial infections in the Northern Hemisphere are just going out of control. I think they've really got the market spooked. Um, And then there's a lot of talk about analysts, from the analysts saying that, well, we haven't heard the U.S. stimulus package. It hasn't been approved. But I can't imagine that they, I mean, how can we expect them to approve the stimulus package when we're, what, two weeks away from elections. Mm. I mean, the Democrats surely don't want it to be kind of rolled out on Trump's watch, you know. That mm. just gives him mm. a, a boost, if you like, in the election. So, well, assuming it's the Biden win, of course. Assuming <laughs> that that uh, seems to be the uh, the the go-to assumption, though, isn't it? If you look at the pollsters, uh, if you look at what everyone's saying, the blue wave, I don't think it's going to be quite uh, as obvious as that just yet. But I must say, I'm getting a little overstimulated by all of this toing and froing between Pelosi and Mnuchin. Won't they just do it already and, and give us some stimulus? <laughs> but I do think either way, we're going to get it. Either it's now or it's in two or three weeks' time. Uh, and the quantums are big numbers. Either it's 1.88 uh, trillion US dollars, trillion US dollars, or 2.2 trillion US dollars. Uh, we throw the trillions around now like, uh, uh, I don't know, we, we own um, a boutique financial services firm at Morrow's Arch. <laughs> we, I mean, these numbers are truly staggering. Why has the market come off the boil just this week, though? It's been one of those uh, weeks where markets look very, very on edge. Indeed. Um, I, I'm not sure why you think the stimulus package would come before elections. You know, like if, if I was a Democrat, I would do whatever I could not to let kind of the Americans think that Trump is the hero by throwing more money at them. And, and yeah, the markets just are nervous. Like there's no, there's no real catalyst going forward for positivity, though, is there? Yeah. I mean, you know, you kind of look even across the globe. Um, there, there's no real. There's a little bit here, a little bit stimulus in the UK. Talk of negative interest rates. Um, Europe, I guess, is doing a bit better than I. Not not great, but a bit better than we, I, as as analysts, would expect it to. Um, but real, no real. Something to hold on to. As nervous as a room full of long-tailed cats in a room full of rocking chairs at the moment is how I describe markets. Uh, the, the reason I, I maybe could see the Democrats uh, acquiescing to Donald Trump is because Trump will start using that to his favour to say that the Dems are playing politics and not wanting to help you with your um, your right to a COVID stimulus check. It's all fair in love and politics uh, and dirt that gets flung around as uh, we build into this election. It's going to be fascinating to watch. Let's uh, turn to some company fundamentals now. Anglo-American production report for the third quarter. Uh, and with that, all of its stable, Kumba and Amplatz uh, and all the rest of them. If you just look at it quarter on quarter, it looks like a great number, a 24% increase in production. If you look at that compared to the third quarter of last year, however, a 3% decrease in production. Indeed, yeah, Michael. So, you know, that whole stable, I, I think they've done okay. Um, even the 3% fall in the third quarter production is kind of explained away by um, these fairly large maintenance projects in Brazil and the suspension of coal operations in Australia. 
And then Amplex were unfortunate. They had that big explosion at their converter plant earlier uh, where they had two fatalities. So that was very disappointing. Their production down 14%. Um, and then Kumba, they, you know, iron ore prices are still pretty strong. Um, their production was down 9%, so really terrible. But sales at 7%, so clearly they're selling down their inventory. Um, so, so I think kind of as could be expected really is what I'm thinking on these production numbers. Yeah, the uh, Anglo Group down just around 2% on the back of this on a day where we did see uh, the resource index down 2.99%, so uh, better than the index, and on a day really where um, at an index level things didn't look good. The all share ending down 0.99%, uh, we ended up at 54,796 points, the top 40 down one2 that's uh, probably a RAND head story as we see the RAND nice and strong at 1621. 1621 that really is looking good and um, uh, some some good results out of SA Inc companies uh, but Ultron in particular and this has got a subsidiary in the UK called Bytes really pleasing the market today up 20% but I said in my introduction that the market is probably still missing a trick on the Bytes value unlock because if you look at the the multiple that the market seems to be applying Two bytes, which um, which Mteto and Yati and team want to list in the UK, it's a multiple that still looks in the single digits. If you look at some of uh, those bytes UK, UK competitors that have been listed for a few years and play in that same space, they're trading on multiples uh, of 22, 23, 24 times earnings. So um, I think this one's still got some way to go. Indeed, Michael. I think the part about bytes that you're leaving out is that it's actually bytes technology, and if you're a technology company. Um, and you're listing at the moment globally, it just seems the way to go. Sure, there's a lot of trust in the technology stocks, but but I, I think people are just kind of jumping or whatever they can and possibly in this case believing um, Ultron management or, or directors when they say they're unlocking value for shareholders. And there's also there's a lot of talk about kind of consolidation, getting rid of businesses that don't work. So, yeah, I, I know what you mean about like where the share is kind of going, you know, um, it, it does feel a little bit exciting, a little bit maybe kind of heady, if you like. Yeah, the um, ducks are quacking. If the ducks are quacking, <laughs> feed them. And you can't blame management uh, for, for doing that. Uh, I'll be chatting to Mteta a little bit later on about that uh, that value unlock of, of Bytes UK, as well as some other interesting bits and bobs uh, inside a business that has got a boost uh, because we're all using, let's face it, Microsoft Teams or Zoom, and they are the big Microsoft partner in South Africa. Mteta and Yati actually coming from uh, Microsoft and MTN into the, the Eltron stable and and, and lots of old bright uh, brains behind that as well. Sassel came out with a, a late Charles chemical complex status update today, uh, saying that seven of its chemical manufacturing units at Lake Charles have now returned to operation after being shut down to Hurricane Laura. Um, it's uh, really down probably on the back of uh, what has been a pretty weak uh, oil price over the last while. And then today, as we say that, the oil price pops 2.3%. Uh, Sassel just can't catch a break. Uh, but, but it is also hurricane season there, right? So you kind of expect things to be disrupted. Um, and, and, and Lake Charles is very much in that kind of hurricane, I don't know if I want to call it a belt, but area. Um, and, and they've said that they're going to resume operations by the end of October, which is, I guess, a week away. Mm. Um, yeah, so 
been hit by two hurricanes. Quite Call it an alley. Isn't it an alley? It's a hurricane. <laughs> they're, they're in Hurricane Alley over there. And then uh, impact, not out with any trading update or results, uh, just uh, news that Alan Gray sees value at these levels. And so what does the market do? They think uh, well, if Alan Gray sees value, we better go and snap up some impact ourselves, up 15%. All right, and right, almost like quite bizarrely, you know, so they, they put out their SENS announcement because it was regulatory because Alan Gray Science went over the 20% holding. They've obviously been building slowly. And I think it's interesting because you have to wonder if they're building or they've got that big stake in impact because they're such a big asset management business and they really have no choice. You know, you almost have to follow kind of the market and follow what you, you, you don't really have a choice if you're a big manager. You kind of have mm-hmm. to be where you have to be. You you can't, and you have to take big steps. Um, so so it's interesting to see whether impact is truly valued or, or undervalued, I should say, or whether this kind of fifteen percent rally today is just because Alan Gray put out an announcement or had to put out an announcement. Is it simply the best to borrow from a Tina Turner song? Because it is Tina, there is no alternative. Uh, when you look mm-hmm. in the South African universe, uh, if you're a big fund, you have to go where uh, other big funds tend to go. Then clicks the banker, really, amongst retail stocks. Underwhelming the market today, though, and uh, this is one that trades on a heady multiple anyway. Uh, declared a 1.1 billion rand dividend, uh, not too shabby in the face of the, the PR storm around Tresemme and that awful uh, hair advert and the way that was handled but the bottom line is if you look at clicks it's a it's a business that is really defensive through any kind of cycle we call it the lipstick effect because the health and beauty companies tend to do well during recessions because we like to look good even though we may be uh, a little bit poorer but the lipstick sales were actually down this time because people are wearing masks it was all the other stuff that helped clicks yeah, so it clicks very much on them, okay? It just like kind of produces very consistently as you go. But that health and beauty, even though lipstick sales were down, turnover was up over 8%. Um, and, and I think it kind of in this environment, a business that is opening 39 stores is, is quite something. You yeah. know, online, online sales increased by 361%. Granted, it was also a relatively low base. Um, but, but I think, and, and so... It's a shock that markets didn't appreciate these results today. It was kind of like oh, it's all over the place a little bit, not um, falling in line with yeah, what is a pretty decent set of results. I was shocked as well. I, I was hoping he, uh, you, you might have picked something out in note 12 of the addendum to these <laughs> that uh, maybe pointed to some funny accounting issue. I couldn't see anything and uh, yeah, the market underwhelmed. Do, do you think, I, mean, I know there are a lot of foreign owners of clicks. Do you think it's perhaps sentiment around uh, South Africa? Um, that's a good question. I, I don't think it would be. Uh, why would they turn away from South Africa? Uh, you know, as you saw, the rands are so much stronger today. And I think that's a yield play. You know, so South Af- uh, foreigners are bringing their money, searching for yield in South Africa, looking for the solid player. So why wouldn't they choose a click? The Tresemme ad story, that was post-results. And, okay, so we, you know, it's not in the results and kind of subsequent writing and the closing of stores. But the, the, the CEO did say they're back to normal trading. Um, so, no, I, I actually don't know why the share hasn't performed at all today. So the only thing, I guess, was the fact that we don't have the flu or cold season mm. um, because of lockdown. We didn't have the same this year. So pharmacy sales maybe were a little bit impacted, but yeah, very 
disappointed it, by the market. It's reaction. likely to get a big boost, but that's still some time away. Uh, Anthea, around the vaccine rollout, when we get the vaccine, if you look at UPD, it's one of the largest uh, distributors of uh, medicines around the country. And with that kind of footprint, uh, you would imagine that uh, any manufacturer would want to partner with the clicks to distribute the vaccine. So it's got that going for it. Uh, and don't tell anyone, whisper it, uh, it's bringing Tresemme back uh, to shelves soon. Don't tell the EFF. Indeed. And, and also, you, you know, they, that whole, the, the whole EFF situation, Clicks have also said they're not disclosing the impact, the financial impact, because they're all insured and it's an insurance issue at the moment. And so, yeah, we're not going to talk about that for now. I'm Theo Gardner, MD of Cartesian Capital, with your view from the market.